Hey guys, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Ari, and welcome back to Letters from a 2020 Senior. Today, we're talking all about interviews, about college interviews, job interviews, sorority Greek life interviews, like, like extracurriculars, mm -hmm. internships. So we're going to try to cover a lot of different bases and give tips about how to really stand out and make a good first impression. Yeah, so first we're going to kind of cover some tips about just interviews in general, not really specific to any kind of thing, but just kind of general tips that we've learned and that we've kind of noticed make a good first impression or have been told that this is what makes a good yeah. first impression. Like ways to present yourself. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, it's always like dress like dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Like stuff like that that's going to like mm -hmm. make you stand out from from the, like, the very beginning um, compared to other people. So I guess first, um, obviously Zoom makes it a lot harder and we can talk about that later. But um, I feel like you can even do this on Zoom. Like you can they see the top half of you, but like mm -hmm. um, dressing right, I think really makes a big difference about like how they, how they perceive you. Um, just mm -hmm. like when you walk up, I think it's definitely not cool to have bla like and trendy to have blazers and pencil skirts and like nice blouses in your closet. <laughs> but um, I think it's, definitely an important part and like it's so small and so easy to to just like change what you're wearing but like my one of my college interviews um it was at it was like at a starbucks that like everyone at my school's always at like every time i go there i see like two people i know and my mom was like you have to dress up and i was like I'm, i like, knew i was gonna dress up but like when i had like like nice black pants on like flats and like a blazer i felt so awkward i was like i cannot go in there looking like this and see like half of my class um and it, and so like i went in and i was like oh like when i was like what if she's wearing like jeans and then i look like a, like so weird but it was fine and i like, went up to her and like the, that's the first thing she said to me was like thank you so much for like i don't know what she said specifically but like dressing up or like thank you for taking this like seriously i love your outfit or something like that and like i think the girl before me um you know, like, was in jeans. Like, not that that's bad. I just think, like, that's something that she, like, saw, like, right when she met me. Mm -hmm. um, and that that stands out and definitely helps you. Yeah, definitely. I would say err on the side of being too dressed up. Because it shows that you care. Mm -hmm. It shows that, you know, even if it's, like, if the job is not, you know, the most, like, you have to wear, you know, business professional clothes every single day. Yeah. Like, if you come dressed up, it just shows that, you know, you're putting in effort and that you're taking it seriously. You know, which is, like at least from our age group, I feel like there's kind of a stereotype that our age group doesn't, like, take things that seriously or, like, we yeah. care more about, like, fashion than, like, wearing mm -hmm. clothes so to that prove are them appropriate. All, like, prove that wrong. Exactly. <laughs> and I, at least for me, I found really, really good business clothes and even, like, some business casual clothes at H&M and Zara have, mm -hmm. are, like, that. those are my go-to places. I think Nordstrom Rack is good stuff, too. Yeah, definitely. Especially, like, if you're only using it for, like, one interview or just, mm -hmm. like, a couple interviews during, like, college application season or just down the line like you don't need to spend like a crazy amount on like one outfit you know mm -hmm. like so just like you know there's like probably options everywhere so it's just good to have at least like one staple that you can always use yeah and I know definitely on zoom it's very tempting to just like mm -hmm. wear like a t-shirt yeah <laughs> like it's like they won't even be able to tell but like they can and it's just even if it's just from the waist up I think it it makes a difference and it I think the main thing about clothes is it shows that you care and that you're interested and that you're taking it seriously, which are super mm -hmm. important. And then another tip that I learned is I went to a thing and this person was telling us um, really, really like good interview tips. And the main thing that he told us was that we have to have a firm handshake. Like he literally drilled that into our brains and mm -hmm. he's like, having a, a good first handshake is super, super important. And 
I know that's not happening over Zoom, but obviously when interviews are start starting to get back in person and, you know, all that goes back to normal, having a firm handshake, I think it's not, I mean, don't like crush their hand, but <laughs> yeah. I, if your hand is like limp, that's just so awkward. I feel <laughs> yeah. like it makes the other person feel awkward and it shows that you're like, you know, confident. Exactly. Yeah. It shows that you're ready. You're, you're in it to win it. You're excited. It just like, it seems like a minor thing, but it goes a really long way. And if you have a bad handshake, it's just, it's weird and it's awkward. So firm handshake. Yeah, no, that. it's, that's like giving me flashbacks to like third grade cotillion. We're like, <laughs> I don't know if any of you went to cotillion, but like there was one class where we were like, it was like all about like the, the, the handshake. And it was like a circle of like 300 third graders. And we would just like go like one by one, like shaking like <laughs> random kids hands. It's like all like these like, like, like nervous, like sweaty boys. <laughs> and like, it's just so funny. But like, I feel like, you know, like that's super important and a great trait to have. Definitely. And going along with that, I think another thing that seems small at the, like, the surface level but actually goes a long way is just smile, which, mm-hmm. like, you know, masks are not a thing. But, like, if smile you're on with Zoom, your eyes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're on Zoom, like, I would assume, like, you're not wearing a mask if yeah. you're just, like, at your house or whatever. Um, but, yeah, a smile goes such a long way, and it's, like, it's just a good indication of, of you know, I'm happy to be mm-hmm. here and, you know it conveys a lot and it's a small thing. It's like someone you'd want to work with. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. And I think like some of these are obvious. We're going to get into more specifics for like certain interviews later, mm-hmm. but also like showing up early. Um, like it, in theater, we were always taught like if you're, um, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And I mm-hmm. think like that's really important. And um, like for Zoom, it's obviously a little different, but I feel like I like to go in like three minutes early into mm-hmm. the waiting room. So they see like, that I'm there. Yeah. So they at least know that, like, I made an effort. And then I think if, like, for in-person, I think you should definitely, like, I don't know, I'm a little, like, overly cautious, but I like to mm-hmm. get there, like, a half hour early. Yeah, to, And too. then sit in the parking lot for 15 and then go in, like, 15 minutes early. Yeah. Um, Because you never know if, like, you're going to be late or something. So, mm-hmm. like, also plan ahead because it's it's not fun to, like, have to, like, call someone and be like, I'm going to be late. No, yeah, that's, like, the most awkward thing ever. And it's, like, I, I feel so guilty, like, ever doing that. It's just, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Plan to be at at least 15 to 20 minutes early, I think is a good rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, most people probably have these in high school, um, when like applying different things. I know we've had like, we've had our theater resumes since we were little, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's always important to have a resume, even if you don't, even if they don't ask for it, just to be able to give it to them. It also helps them too, because if it's, if it's kind of an awkward situation where they don't really have as many questions. Like, if they have something in front of them that they can ask about, like, that really helps. And that what's, like, that's what builds conversation because you're going to talk about things that you actually are passionate about and, like, mm-hmm. have experience with. Um, so I always like to have a folder of, like, two to three resumes just in case, like, I don't know, I s- drop one or, like, she spills her like, coffee on one. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, Or if there's, like, someone else there that happens mm-hmm. to be in the interview that, you know, you'd want them to have that copy. It just, it, it looks like you were prepared and it is like, hey, I'm taking this seriously and I have, mm-hmm. you know, like, here's something to, you know, remember me and, like, all this other stuff. Yeah. And going along with that, add stuff on your resume, I think, like, at the bottom of just, like, stuff, like, your interests. Like, it can literally be something like travel or whatever. I know someone, a girl literally had Soul Cycle written at the bottom of her resume and she went in for her interview and they ended up talking, like, 90% of the time just about Soul Cycle And, like, that's yeah. just, that's so fun, you know? like definitely add those like special skills and like those unique things are really going to make you stand out and like it's it can really spark a conversation because you never know what the other person is interested in you Mm -hmm. can get to know them better it's just it's there's a lot of benefits and then another way just to 
show that you're prepared is like bring a pencil and paper mm-hmm. or like paper and pen and just like in a little bag and like you don't have to get them out and like like get to an interview and like be like I'm ready to take notes yeah. but like it's just good to have that in case they say something really important or even if you just want to write something down like when you're in the car leaving and you don't want to forget mm-hmm. um so I just think you know try to try to be as prepared as possible and that really makes a good first impression because I feel like I don't know like the exact phrase but I feel like everyone says it's like um like people what is it like people um already like know what they think about you within like the first five seconds before like you know what I mean like yeah yeah it's like they already know they already like you can already tell someone's vibe but like the way they like approach you mm-hmm. and I think it's important to start off with a good one for sure and now here's some common questions that are not always asked in interviews but I feel like they're ones that you should be prepared to answer okay this is personally my it's least favorite question it is the worst question on planet earth is tell me about yourself because it's so general it's so vague it's awful but i mean if you're going into an interview no matter what it is you kind of just have to be prepared yeah. to answer it so the way that i like to organize it is first i you know obviously you say your name your education background mm-hmm. like to mention like school if I mean if you're in high school you know you say like your grade in high school and your aspiring major like kind of like what you want to do in college or what you want to do in the future if you're in college like you know say your major and like what you kind of want to do with that and I think just briefly say like what your future goals are and anything else that you think is like really important about you if there's something specific about this job that you know you have a background in like if for me like I've done a lot of theater related yeah. interviews um and you so, see you know you'd say like oh I've I've had this experience in theater and I've done this dance and I've had been with this vo- vocal coach and all mm-hmm. this other stuff um so kind of specific things like that and I'd say make it detailed but make it brief you mm-hmm. know like don't yeah. like spill your guts out or anything but also don't just be like hey I'm Ari and I'm really excited to um hopefully work yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah no my like I always include my extracurriculars like in my college interviews I would mm-hmm. say my name um like where I go to school and then I would just like go into like what what I do in my week you know and just like make it very brief like I list these things like I'm this officer and I Mm -hmm. do theater and blah 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 um and then I feel like that also gives them like more to talk about like I said like if you tell the more you tell them the better it's gonna be for sure and another question that you should definitely be prepared to answer is, you know, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Just very common question, but also like super vague and I hate answering mm-hmm. it. But I think for strengths, the most important thing is like say what your actual strengths are and if there's any particular strength that applies to that job. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely really important to like emphasize that and to give background say, so, you know, like I'm really good at this because, you know, maybe I was in this situation where I had to do this or I've yeah. had this leadership position and kind of give context and just be like you know i'm a great leader and i take command of a room you yeah know? Like, like what well, does that mean exactly. like like i have no idea like what what that's gonna translate to like if you're actually in this position exactly um and i think like the strengths obviously the easier part but the talking about your weaknesses is definitely harder mm-hmm. because it's hard to be honest in that way and like even to recognize them yourself mm-hmm. um but think something that like i've always tried to do is be very honest and um I think for me, talking about my failures has been just as important, like, in an interview format as talking about strengths. And I think, um, like, owning up to things or, um, you know, saying, like, oh, like, yeah, like, some, if it's something on your resume or, like, I don't, I think it just shows that you, um, shows growth and confidence. And I think in any situation, people want to work with someone or hire someone who can reflect on their weaknesses and, 
to in order to improve because that's like what's necessary Mm -hmm. so i think it really shows um it shows that like you're more like mature and um you know you're more reflective on yourself and who you are um and honest and trustworthy Mm -hmm. if you actually share your your weaknesses even though they're not as easy and fun to talk about for sure and then obviously we talked about um bringing a resume and i think it's also really important to be to be comfortable with your own material because um i feel like a lot of a lot of times if like they're actually looking at the resume and sometimes they won't and that's totally fine too but if they are they'll be like tell me more about this experience and you have to be prepared to talk about it so just always be aware of that Mm -hmm. um don't let it throw you off guard because that's that's you know that's you that's what they want to hear about um and then also this doesn't maybe doesn't apply to every situation but in terms of like more extracurricular or like maybe if you're trying to get a new job and have an old job talking about like your least favorite and favorite parts of something so like tell me your favorite and least favorite parts about high school and I think it's important to um think about that first so when you talk about your least favorite part it's um not negative because you never want to criticize a past employer or something Mm -hmm. that you're a part of but actually talk about like um ways that you can like critically make different not critically constructively like make differences like make differences yeah um so you just have to like have an answer prepared for that so because i think that comes up a lot so that's just another thing to be aware of for sure okay so now we're gonna move on to the more specific interviews so first we're gonna talk about college interviews because you know these are a thing that mm-hmm. are kind of scary <laughs> yeah and um like depending on what schools you're applying to there's a lot of schools that um have interviews that are optional mm-hmm. and um sometimes it's actually hard to get those if there's not someone in your area who who's an interviewer for your school but um so there's some schools don't need any interviews some need like have optional ones if you want which I think if you think interviewing is a real strength of yours definitely try to take that opportunity mm-hmm. and then there's obviously some schools that require interviews um for me like Georgetown required an interview so I had to I had to do that one um Mm -hmm. and then I did just like a few more for other schools but I think they're really important and I think the biggest piece of advice is to research about that school and not just like their numbers and where they are that's stuff that any book could tell you but Mm -hmm. to do research and actually see what kind of student you would be there and where you would fit in like find like actual specific clubs that you want to become a part of Mm -hmm. and um like what programs within your major you want to you want to be like you're interested in and what would like to just like learn more about um and I think that really show like if if you can show them a picture of yourself in that environment then mm-hmm. they can see it easy like they can see it better and like maybe they'll they'll like agree with you and like see that you're a perfect fit for them and I think also like going along with research um before I mean this isn't the case for everything but if you have any connections with people who have experience um who like are alum or anything I think that's really great like I talked on the phone with someone before one of mine and it was a huge help just to hear someone else's perspective just like not to like copy what they're saying or like say the same like experiences mm-hmm. and not even as much to like pretend you know what you're talking about now but just hearing um about someone's experience at a certain school like from them um really helps you get an idea of what the school's about and then that can help you like see where you would fit in it better 100 percent. everyone anyone can say oh i i would love to be at this school because it i just really feel like it's a great fit for me and i would love to work alongside such amazing students and faculty like yeah, literally everyone like- is gonna say that but if you can say you know i was looking into this club and i think it's a really great 
um, fit for me or, you know, like I spoke to someone who went to the school and they mentioned this and I thought that that was just, that really resonated mm-hmm. with me and, and the more specific you can get, the more it shows that you're genuinely interested in that school and yeah. it makes a really good impression on like the they other don't, person. They don't want to hear how good their school is. Like if they're mm-hmm. either an alum, in, oh, also like sometimes interviews are by alum, sometimes um, they're like more professional, like with school specific, like ad, like administration, I think, like with staff of the Sometimes school. Sometimes it can even be with students. Yeah. Like. Yes. Um, but I think like if they're, you know, if, the, if they're doing this, like either volunteering to do it or they work at this school, like they clearly think their school is amazing and they love their own school. So they don't want to like be reminded about like all the pros and like why you think that's good. They want to see like how specifically you would benefit the school and how the school is going to benefit you. Mm-hmm. And I think also another thing um related to research is obviously like don't like request like personal social medias or like become a stalker on the internet (laughs) but like I always like looking if I if I have the person's name I like to do a little like quick search just to see like where they are um like what they do now um that kind of just helps me feel a little a little more in control because like interviews are like there's so many unknowns and you have no idea what's going to happen but Mm -hmm. I feel like if I at least like I've seen the picture you know like looking at their picture at least helps me realize you know who you're talking yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, especially if the other person is a student, look them up, you know, to see if they're, you know, on their, either, like, their Instagram or something. Or a lot of the times, if, you know, if they're a representative from the school that, you know, they're also a student, they'll have some sort of bio on the mm-hmm. school website. Look at what they've done, you know, look at what clubs they've been in. And, you know, if anything in there pertains to you or you want to ask about it, you know, like, at, you know, whatever point during the interview, ask them and say, like, hey, I saw you were part of this club. I, mm-hmm. I really want to know more about it and stuff like that. And I think that's, you know, that's something that definitely not a lot of people are going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously this applies to all types of interviews, I think. But college interviews are typically like longer and more in detail because mm-hmm. you're talking about like just the college and it's not like you're, I don't know, I feel like it, colleges, you're, they know you're doing more of these for other schools. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more specific in trying to figure out like why this school. Um, so I think, I really like to, like, come up with questions before to rehearse, even if they've, like, even if I know they're not going to ask them or something, it just helps. I, like, talk through them with my sister or I ask my parents, like, ask me a random question that you think they could ask, like, on the spot while eating dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, or even just, like, talking to myself. Sometimes I'll, like, write, like, write all the questions down and then go one by one and, like, actually say them out loud mm-hmm. and not just thinking about them because saying them out loud, like, you make so many mistakes when you're talking and things come out wrong. Like, we say, like, we have to edit stuff, you know, like, words come out funny and you're just like, yeah. that's not what I meant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think just, like, having that help really helps. And not only you know, make you a better interviewee, but helps, um, like with your confidence too. Mm -hmm. And also one benefit of doing interviews on zoom is like, you can have your notes open with a few bullet points. Yeah. Like you can't do that in person. So take advantage of that. Um, and then I think already kind of touched on this earlier, but coming with questions, cause that's, they're always going to ask you, like, do you have any questions? Yeah. And to say, like, sometimes it's okay to say no, mm-hmm. but sometimes, you, like, you feel the need to ask something. So. I feel like you should always have questions yeah. at the end. Like, like always have one. Always have at least a one question. Um, And I think the best one for me is my go-to is asking about their own experience because people love to talk about themselves and, like, they've just been listening to you talk all about you. Yeah. So, like, to give them an opportunity and, like, looking back at my own college interviews that's where I learned the most about the schools and like I still remember like those answers more than anything I ever said about Mm -hmm. like in those interviews and they that like really helped me fall in love with schools and like hearing other people's experience like Ari says really helps yeah and I you know especially with college interviews 
whoever's interviewing you has done so many of these and all they've been doing is listening to kids say, I have a 5.7 GPA and I've been the officer of every single club on campus. You know, like Mm -hmm. it just, it gets exhausting after a while. And I think, I feel like your chances are pretty good that they're kind of proud of the school and that they really enjoyed their experience there and that they like talking about it. So if you ask them about that, not only are they going to give you really, really good advice and like information and probably give you a really cool insight into the school, but they're going to like talking about themselves, which is going to make them like you more. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) let them like have that experience and like talk to them about their, you know, even if if you don't have anything super specific that you really want to ask them, just generally saying, can you tell me about your experience at the school? You know, what was your favorite thing about going to that school or anything like that can really, really make a big difference. Yeah. And I think other go-tos are like, what's the day-to-day schedule in Uh this position? Like, what's your role? Um, what makes, like, why do you love working here or going to the school? I guess we're talking about college right now. Like, going to the school or mm-hmm. what makes it so special in your opinion? Um, and then ask if they have any advice for someone in your shoes. And I think those are all really great questions to have in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to move on to actual, like, jobs, internships, interviews like that. Um, a lot of, there's a lot of overlap between the two. You know, like, a lot of stuff for college interviews also applies to like job and interviews Mm -hmm. I mean internships um but there is some stuff that's a little bit more specific to jobs and internships that we wanted to touch on so like obviously we're we just want to clarify we're not experts on any of this it's just like our own personal experience yeah yeah so we're talking about like jobs specifically first like for me I worked at like an ice cream place last summer so I had to interview for that Mm -hmm. um so like that's my experience um which I feel like is different than like other internships I've had um so that's very I feel like the most important things for that were very like commit like they don't really care about like you're like they like want a worker who's gonna like work hard and like come to work and so it's like less about um you know like oh like my here's all my extracurricular you know like they don't want like all the fluff they want like I feel like commitment's a really big thing to like show that like yes like I'm actually committed to this job and like I like scheduling wise I think Mm -hmm. that's something to like very be like be prepared to talk about for a job interview um you know, like, for someone, like, more our age, um, you know, like, a food place or something, right. um, that's, like, something that I feel like they care a lot about, which is obviously important. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm in, in inter- I'm, I'm doing an internship right now, and one of the questions that they asked me during the interview was actually, like, a big bulk of it was they gave me scenarios and were like, how would you handle this? And I think that that's, yeah. I think that's kind of common with jobs and internships is they're going to give you some sort of scenario that's relevant to the job and say, like, how would you go about handling this kind of situation or, like, what in your past experience Mm -hmm. would, you know, what have you learned from your past job experiences or internship experiences that would help you in this situation? Kind of, like, stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that applies also to, like, extracurriculars, too. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. But, um, yeah, like, be proactive and, um, know, like, why you want to work there and, like, what it actually is involved in, like, being an employee there. Mm -hmm. And I think... Like, even if you if you don't know exactly, like, the day-to-day, then ask questions. Like, that, like you don't have to, like, know everything and be perfect. Like, mm-hmm. it helps to, to actually say, like, oh, like, I'm a little confused about, like, what this means in the job description. I think that's important. Um, and then another thing is, like, again, be very honest um, because they want to be able to trust you. Like, they're putting, yeah. like, you know, if it's, like, for me, like, it was the owner of the ice cream place. Like, he wants to make sure his employees, like, reflect, like, what he wants um like customers to experience and like mm-hmm. have a good good positive like an uh, impression like when they're when they're getting our gelato <laughs> right and you also want to say you know like how your skills will benefit the company as a whole mm-hmm. you know you don't just want to like 
say, oh, I've had all this experience. I'm so great. Blah, blah, blah. You know, obviously you don't want to like show off a little bit, you know, say like, oh, I've had, you know, this, like I've had experience, you know, I'm, I'm a qualified candidate, but you want to say how your skill set will actually benefit the company or whoever you're interning or working for Mm -hmm. as a whole, because ultimately at the end of the day they're going to want someone who's a good representative of what they stand for and if they're interviewing you you know like chances are they're going to care about the job and they're going to care about the company looking good so you want to make sure that you're making it a point to say i have these skills that are going to be of benefit to you and are going to be of benefit to the company or the job as a whole definitely and then i think so i wanted to talk about this just because i think it's kind of unique to like other experiences in interviews i've had um i was a hospital intern And basically, it's a very competitive internship, like, volunteer program where I worked at, like, two different hospitals and, like, with direct, like, one-on-one patient care. So, obviously, like, there's a giant application process with, like, really important, like, difficult interviews because that's – you can't have, like, random people, like, with real patients. Like, Mm -hmm. that would be very bad. Um, But it's a, like, really, really secretive interview process. Like, like it's, like, if they heard you asking, like, person next to you, like – oh, like, would you say for that? Like, they'll, like, you're kicked out. Like, you can never come back. Um, and I think that's important because, like, they want it to actually be real and, like, have, like, real, um, like, responses and not ones that you've heard from other people. Um, so I think, like, if you have an interview where you really have no idea, like, what to expect, like, not just, like, a secretive process like that, but if it's, like, a job that you really aren't familiar with or anything like that, um, I think it's important to have, like, a few general ideas or, like, ways to be prepared even if you don't know anything about it Mm -hmm. um so I think for me like I prepared for like situational ones and obviously that's like a big component of like you know like patient care so like for me I was trying to think of like what would I do in these situations what would I do interacting with these different types of people and I think that can be applied to like all different types of jobs too um and then I think also like you always are going to expect like a personal reflection aspect have like three or four different experiences that you can really expand off of and talk a lot about um and like how do you meet this chat like how did you uh, you know overcome this challenge like Mm -hmm. those are always like very general questions that can be applied um and I think also um sometimes interviews have um this is just like what I would tell myself before just like as this is what I did to prepare like because I didn't know anything sometimes they have like collaborative components and working with other people and I think that's also an important part of interviews like if you're interviewing for something where there's other people interviewing as well mm-hmm. I think you know some people could come across like super competitive and like this is my job and like I have to like look like I'm you know like better than everyone else and I think mm-hmm. that's like the way wrong way to look at it because you never know like um if there's going to be more interactive components and um you know it makes you look better like when you're nicer to other people and like the people yeah. are actually like watching you even if you don't think they are 100 percent. and i think this you know we have a lot of friends who do theater and so maybe this will apply to them as well but you yeah. know there's there's so much in theater that has to do with dynamics and stuff like that i worked at legoland what two summers ago i was in mm-hmm. one of the shows there and at the end you know we had to do group scenes and stuff and being you know obviously you have to like be in character and acting whatever but Uh, when you're not on stage and when you're just interacting with the other people like normal human beings like being nice to other people is so important and you know directors and and employers and whoever they see that and they can you know I feel like that's a very good indicator of like your vibe as a person Mm -hmm. so I know even if it's like you're literally talking with your competition that can be such like a 
awkward environment to be in but it's it's so important to still stay nice and to stay humble and to just you know talk to other people as you know not as if they're your competition but you know as your equal and just as another person just mm-hmm. be nice in general yeah <laughs> and like i think rule of thumb this this part isn't part like one of the secrets of it but um like eventually later on in like the application process for this one internship like um you basically it's like you're putting basically I won't like give too much away but like you have this part's not secret though but you have to like actually do it with another person like your interview it's like you have to do stuff like you're tested on things like mm-hmm. with someone else so like it it's like you don't know who you're with so it's always important like in the whole group when you're all together to like really be friendly to everybody because you never know like if you know who you're being compared to or who you're gonna have to work with definitely um, and then I think we also want to talk about, like, touch on a little bit about extracurricular interviews, whether it's, like, clubs um, mm-hmm. or different, like, programs at your schools or something, because um, I think those are really important, too, and those are, like, more common. And a lot of everything we've already said applies to those, but, you know, just, like, know what the, your role is, since, like, it's a little different than a job. It's, like, you actually want to know, like, so what does it actually mean to be a member of this club or, like, be in this position? Because it's less... Um, like structured so to ask that and then you have to be ready to talk about why you want to be part of this club um and then also like be prepared for situational questions I feel like mm-hmm. I've gotten those a lot and then I feel like more extracurricular clubs are more likely to do more icebreaker questions and they'll be like um like I got asked it was like if you were fruit what fruit would you be and I was like so unprepared and I was like what and I it was like I don't know even what I said. It was like the weirdest answer, but just like really be yourself and like, yeah. like no one's quiz, like no one's being like, oh, she said she was gonna be a strawberry. Like the other person said they were an apple. Like no, like no yeah. one cares. Like they just do that to be fun and see like what you're gonna say. So like you can be like, oh, like that's really hard. Like I think it may be this because I, you know, what I mean, like you can right. be like casual and like fun. So just make sure you're not too like, I don't know what's the word like stressed too, out. Too yeah, like too it. serious because yeah. like they want to actually see you. And especially because a lot of these clubs are being interviewed by other students like mm-hmm. I'm when yeah I uh, not audition when I applied to be a columnist at Daily Bruin which is if you don't know it's the newspaper at UCLA um the person who interviewed me who is now my editor she asked me if you could because I was applying for the opinion section yeah. and she asked me she's like if you could argue about one thing literally like for 10 hours straight what would it be and I was like I could speak all day about how it's better to be hot than it's than being cold well and, i'm so the opposite okay. we definitely disagree no, on Kimberly, i love the heat but whatever so i was so and she was like oh yeah and like tell me like about what you would argue about and i literally spoke for like five straight minutes about how i like being hot more and at the end she was like I've actually never heard anyone, you know, say anything like that. That was kind of silly like that. And I was like, oh my God, that was supposed to be serious. I was like, no. But then, you know, I ended up getting hired and like, really, you know, don't be afraid to be kind of, be kind of silly. Yeah. You know? Like, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is always a thing that they could say, but like, you can like take a minute. Don't think you're going to have to like rush it. Like, um, like I was like applying I almost said auditioning. We're theater kids. Like yeah, we've been like, in this world for like way too long. Much, yeah. Um, but I was applying to like get a leadership position in a club I'm in, and like he asked me like, oh, another icebreaker question, and I just like was so like thrown off, and I was like, and I told him I was like, I've never been asked that before. You know, like be like, no, like be yourself. Don't be like, yeah. well, I think I, you know, what I mean, I was like, oh, like that's like that's so like creative. I never thought of that. And then we like talked about it. Like it was like yeah. a conversation, and then like I said, then I like through that time, like I like thought of something good to say. Right. And, I mean, even just outside of extracurricular 
interviews like that that applies to literally any interview I think it's better to take a minute and think about your response and have it come out more eloquently than to just give like an immediate response to be like ah whatever and then have word vomit Mm -hmm. and then be like I don't know actually know what I'm talking about and then now Ari's gonna touch a little bit on the rush process and like being in a sorority and tips for for like those first impressions and how to make it like stand out in that process. I'm not in a sorority, so she's gonna talk a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah. So basically the rush process, I mean, I had it online on through Zoom because, you know, corona. But um in person it's obviously a little bit different, but I think there's a lot of overlap, at least like from what I've heard from other girls who have like kind of told me about how rush is in person. But you know, it is an interview and I think it's not not the same as an extracurricular interview, mm-hmm. but when you're going through the rush process, if you want to rush, the most important thing is to be yourself. And that's, like, so hard when you're literally talking to a bunch of girls who are like, what's, you know, I don't know, like, tell me about yourself. And you're just, like, trying to be your most authentic self. It can kind of be stressful and... I don't know, it's kind of scary, and, like, I, sometimes I felt like I was acting, like, not myself or whatever, but, like, being your most authentic self, because with stuff like this, at the end of the day, you know, you want to be in a sorority with girls who you really vibe with, and you get along with, and you want to show them who you really are, like, don't be afraid to, you know, I don't know, be funny, show a side of yourself that even if you think is, like, kind of weird, just, you know, go all in, and and really show who you are because at the end of the day you know that's what they want to see you know they're gonna see a bunch of people who are like I love hiking and going to the beach and not not that that's like a mm-hmm. bad thing you know like be yourself and that not nothing about that is bad but if you have like a really weird hobby if you're like I love tap dancing like I'm I'm a tapper and like yeah. I if you're like I love tap dancing like that's funny you know just say that mm-hmm. who cares um, cause you want to make the impression on other people that are on the other girls or, you know, guys, yeah. if you're in a frat, um, who you really are. And if you guys want to hear more about like the rush process, like I'd love to get more into this. Just let us know. We maybe can do like an episode about it or do something mm-hmm. on the Instagram about that. So yeah. let us know if you want to hear more about Greek life and rush and all that stuff. So that covers all the categories. And now we just want to finish with some general tips or reminders about how to really stand out in an interview and also, um, talk about ways to, I don't know, like kind of de-stress after one or things to do out, like after the interview actually happens. Mm-hmm. So I kind of touched on this with the um, with the rush process, but being your most authentic self is very important. You know, obviously you wouldn't talk to someone you're interviewing the same way you would talk to your friends when you're like at the beach or hanging out with them. Yeah. But you want to show them that, you know, you're a human being. You want to be honest about yourself. Show your mm-hmm. personality. Like they can tell if you're not being yourself. Yes, exactly. They can tell if you're kind of like putting on a front or you're trying to be someone you're not. But even though it can be kind of scary to be yourself and to show your personality in like a professional setting as like an interview is, um, showing a little bit of your personality and just, like, mm-hmm. being yourself as much as you possibly can while still remaining, you know, professional to some degree um, is super important. Yeah, and I think interviews are also, like, it's really nerve-wracking, like, going into it, but it also can be really scary after the fact, too, because, you know, if you don't get something, like, that's okay. Like, you know, like, there's been plenty of times we haven't gotten into things that, like, we've interviewed for. Yeah. And I think, like, sometimes it can feel like, oh, my gosh, it's, like, that one thing I said or, like, they didn't like my personality. And, like, I feel like, you know, compared to just a written application, it can be a lot more personal. But I think it's important to not put too much stress on yourself and, like, understand that, um, 
I feel like processes with interviews are a lot more competitive. So there's going to be so many more people. And like, it's not that you weren't good enough. It's like maybe like that person doesn't fit your personality as well as the other person they met. And like, that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing to you. That's, that's, you know, like, that's their problem. Like maybe like you were too funny and like, you know what I mean? Like we're just like, like something like that, not too funny. Like that's fine. But like, if you just like didn't clash, like that's just like something that happens and that happens in life normally. So like not to put too much pressure on yourself for what you say, because like everyone, you know, like they want it to be organic. Like you're not supposed to be a robot. And I think sometimes it can feel like you should be, but um, just to rem- like remind yourself that you, that that's okay. And then, um, and then also like, I always like to have something planned after an interview so I don't overanalyze what I said because I feel like if I'm just like sitting there I'll be like oh I could have said this instead of this and that's really negative and toxic um so I guess it's like good to avoid that and I think you also the more you sometimes like it always in some ways it is the same every time but the more interviews you do hopefully that gets easier like we've been I feel like like this is also from the perspective of like kids who've been auditioning for musical theater like their whole lives which is a super scary intimidating like vulnerable process 100 um, so i feel like we've kind of become numb to like some of the some of the aspects but in some ways like it's like still like i still get nervous like every other time yeah and also a really important thing is if you make a mistake in an interview it's okay mm-hmm. like i know me and kelsey have talked about we've talked about the interviews that we have gotten but i've made major mistakes on interviews before mm-hmm. especially auditions oh they're I remember this one specific audition. I like I won't go into like detail, but I made a really big mistake and I didn't realize it until after and I was like so mad at myself. I beat up I beat myself up way 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 more than necessary and it does not need to be like that. You know, like if you make a mistake in an interview, that's fine. It happens. You're yeah. going to make mistakes, but you learn from that. You take that as a learning experience and you use that in your next interview. Like, mm-hmm. okay, not going to do that again. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I'm going to come more prepared or I'm not going to say this thing that I said and I wish I didn't say or something like that. So take all the mistakes that you've made, you know, I guess this applies to life too, but with yeah. interviews, take it as <laughs> You're a... You're very, very like... Is, is this too much? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I think that's super important. And I think like, like I had an interview this weekend and I already know, like, and sometimes, like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's not, you, you didn't make a mistake. Like I had an interview this weekend and I didn't get it. And like, I'm, I was like, I kind of went in knowing I probably wouldn't, but like, mm-hmm. I think just telling yourself, like you did everything you could. Like if you prepare and do your research, like we said, um, yeah. like you can't, you could have done anything else and that's all they ask. And like, you shouldn't, you know, put yourself down because it just wasn't the situ- like right place for you. And, um, you know, it'll just make, give you more experience for your next interview and how to adapt. And then I think we've touched on this, but like the most important thing we think no matter what, if it's, if it's a good interview, bad interview, like whatever, mm-hmm. is just to make it a conversation. Like the best interviews aren't forced. Like I've said yes. the weirdest things to like people on like my best interviews. Mm-hmm. Like someone 100%. was like, was like, oh, I have to go home to make sure my house doesn't burn down. You know how people say that? And I was like, I literally almost, almost, this is so dumb and so embarrassing. I was like, I was making posters that more like that for lunch. And I like almost lit my house on fire. And I told her that. And like, she was like, what? But it was like funny. And like, I think like, she laughed. Cause like, in yeah. like, in the long run, I probably wouldn't have said that again. Cause I was just like so weird. And I was like, well, Kelsey, what is wrong with you? But like, that's funny. And like, like you just it's just to be a conversation like it'd exactly. been weird if I was like okay like like, like yeah, that'd be yeah, so yeah. like awkward like yeah I hope your house didn't burn down like that's so weird yeah, so if, just if you find yeah. something that you connect with the other person on you just run with it you know like talk to <laughs> them about that you know like at the end of the day they are just another human being it's just an interview process it's nothing you know 
even if the job is very high stakes and it's, you know, something that you really care about, whatever, they are another human being. If At the end of the day, if you have a good conversation with that person, whether or not you get the job, that is a win. Yeah, that's some good social interaction like we were talking about in our um all this together episode you know like maybe just like start doing a bunch of interviews just to talk people (laughs) um but i think our last final piece is i know we said the last one was the most important but i think this is because it um you never know who you're going to run into in the long run like you might meet a person you know like be interviewed by the same person again or something Mm -hmm. but i think it's really really important to reach out after send an email thanking them even if they don't respond you have to just you know, like, they took their time, too. Like, I mean, sometimes, like, they volunteer to give interviews, but, you know, like, it's still, like, a sacrifice for them and, like, their family or, like, their homework or their school, like, whatever's going on in their mm-hmm. life. So to thank them, like, even if you feel like, oh, my gosh, like, that was so scary. You did that to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, they took the time out of their day. So, like, email them if you only have their, if you have their email or, like, if you know them, you know, and they're somewhere more, like, approachable, you could write them a letter, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably won't work as well now in, like, Zoom, but I think just making those, like, little touches really, really, like, improve your reputation. Definitely. And you never, like, they could also know someone, too. Yeah, I mean, if they have a mailing address, sending them a handwritten note goes such a long way, and mm-hmm. even, you know, if you don't have the means to do so, or if that's just, like, not the vibe or whatever, sending them an email, thanking them for their time, you know, even, like, if you forgot to ask something or if you yeah. want to know something like else, like include that in the email, you know, keep that conversation going, keep that communication line open. Even if you don't end up getting the interview, but you really like the conversation you had with the person, you can keep in contact with mm-hmm. that person and, and kind of keep that opportunity open or, you know, say like, if, you know, I'm, I know this didn't work out, but if there's, you know, other job opportunities, please let me know. Like, I'd love to Definitely. stay involved or whatever like that. It, Little things like that go such a long way. And I know I always feel like I'm being too much if I send like mm-hmm. follow up interviews and I'm, we're just like emailing back and forth. But I promise you, if you even if you feel like you're being too much, you're not. I promise you are totally fine. So that pretty much sums up everything. Hopefully that helped you or at least, you know, if you're if you get stressed about interviews, too, hopefully you you like feel like you're in the same boat as everyone else mm-hmm. because it is a scary experience. But, you know, hopefully if you prepare and, you know, go in with a positive perspective, it gets easier. So yeah, that's, that's everything. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, no matter how the interview goes, if it goes really, really well, or really, really bad for whatever reason, you get to have that experience. You could say, okay, I did this interview. I kind of am more familiar with it. And yeah, it's, like honest, it's over. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Once you've done it, you never have to do that interview again. But it just, it takes practice and, you know, the more you do it, the more you'll get comfortable with it. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. Be yourself and hopefully yeah. something in this podcast helped you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe and follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow our Instagram, Letters from a 2020 Senior, and our Twitter at LFA2020Podcast. Make sure to tune into our next episode that's going to be all about answering questions from you guys. So keep an eye out on our Instagram for opportunities to ask us questions all about different aspects of life. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.